Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in, in your, your head. head. We are rocking out to some old school Hawaii 5 This is the Wodads mm-hmm. and their version of Hawaii 5 I don't know why, but something in my headphones just doesn't sound right. Oh, so I no. hope it sounds right to the listeners. It sounds right to me. All right, well. I think it does. Anyway, what is it? What we're, sounds bad? We're snacking on some things. We're going to talk about that in a little yes. bit because that's part of the listener email. Mm-hmm. And uh, the drink that we are sipping right now is so delicious. Is called the shark. Mm. Hence the Hawaii Five O that I requested because for some reason it always makes me think of sharks. Now I can and I cannot give you the recipe, and here's why. Um, mm. A uh, friend of the show, Yum. Roxy, Aloha Roxy, Roxy Aloha from and Mahalo from IAG, otherwise Ooh. known as It's a Grind Coffee House. Uh huh. She went to New York and she stole a menu from a bar. And then she said, Sunshine, could you make, could you recreate one of these drinks? Now, it's one of those bar menus, and the bar, by the way, is called Please Don't Tell, a cocktail bar in New York. Ooh. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bar that has some pretty good reviews I online. Hope we don't have any listeners there because you just told them who stole their menu. Well, I just gave her first name. You <laughs> oh, know, okay. I don't think they're going to track her down. They and might. <laughs> they, they, they have one of those menus that actually tells you pretty much everything that's in the drink, and so, okay. but it doesn't give you measurements. Right, right. So you can't just so you gotta play with it. assume that you're going to recreate it. But it's called the Shark, and it's butter-infused Bacardi Silver. Now, let me stop Yum. right there. Let me start right there. I like the butter-infused part. Mm-hmm. But not but the Bacardi Silver. Bacardi Silver? <laughs> right. Come on. But I, I stuck with all of the ingredients has called wow. out. I so I used Bacardi Silver. So we'll have a headache tomorrow. Uh, Ray and Nephew Overproof Rum, which I also have. Nice. Frangelico, I love. Blue Curacao, uh, Lemon and Pineapple Juice, Cream, mm-hmm. and Bitters. Wow. Well, there goes Pumpkin out the window with that one. Right. So I had everything, and I did my best to take my knowledge of drinks and balancing, which is, you know, I'm not an expert. Well, I have to say, well, I don't know what theirs tasted tastes like there, but this is delicious, and I can imagine there's being better than this. I like the creamy nuttiness of it. I do, too. <laughs> I love creamy nutty stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of nice. And I, and I figured they were adding the butter and the cream to really complement the frangelico. Right, And then exactly. the nuttiness. Right, and then, right. And then, and then there's really, you don't taste any rum flavors at all. So you don't. this is a bastard rum drink, really. But you know, I have to say that um, when you, I think that with the, if you wanted to, you could almost make it more like holiday or toffee-like by a little more frangelico. But, yeah, but, or, or butterscotch. But I, I, right. But I do like this balance. I mean, I'm just saying that for an occasion where you wanted that, or if you particularly love that flavor. But I really like the balance in this drink. Well, so listeners, you can try this at home. And again, now, oh, butter-infused Bacardi silver, or butter-infused rum. Now, here's the way I do that. I was gonna ask you, do you do um, your own? Take a stick of butter and melt it in a measuring glass in the microwave. So, okay. stick of butter, microwave. Half a cup. 30 seconds or so, seconds. make sure it turns liquid. Then put the butter in the freezer for about five to 10 minutes. Okay, so it thickens the, a little. No, so it separates. 
Oh, you want it separated. The solids oh, will okay. fall to yeah, the bottom, so okay. and then the top will be that clarified water, yeah. butter you're looking yeah. for, the watery part. Right. It's not water. Oh, Hawaii Five O went away. Oh. Well, we have to put the music back on. Um, and so, uh, and then you want to, with a small ladle or a large tablespoon, you want to um, spoon off the, the thin butter. layer on top. Yes. Okay. Then you're going to add that to your silver okay. rum or the rum that you want to put it in. Now, some places it's will still sell going, clarified butter, you know. Yes, and it's still going to separate in your bottle. So put this in a bottle that you're going to use strictly for this drink, maybe a smaller portion of the rum. Um, but I wouldn't pour it into like a 1.75 liter bottle. No. And then you've now what are you gonna do? Ruined with that? a whole bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm, I like to use the proportion of one That's ounce okay. of clarified okay. butter to uh, five ounces of rum. Okay. So a one to five. A one to five proportion. Okay. There are other ways to do a butter infused rum. You can go online and find them. That is that is not really technically an infusion, but um, it's a mixture. Right. But I, that's how I like to do it, okay? Yes. Great for hot toddies as well. Oh. Especially if you want to be lazy. Uh-huh. Um, and you just want to have the butter in your liquor already. Super easy. There you You're go. always going to have to shake up that rum before you pour it. You know, that was the first drink I ever made for my grandmother. A hot toddy? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, well, so we're drinking a shark. Um, we haven't been in the lounge for a while. The holidays are over, thank God. Yes. And we're going to be back with the mail sack. long I almost forgot what your sack looked like. <gasps> it's so crunchy mm. and flavorful, huh? Mm -hmm. It's like a burst of flavor in your mouth. Okay, what what movie is this from? It's from a children's movie. An animal reads something and says, it says crunchy. It says crunchy. Mm -hmm. It's an animal, so yeah. it's animated then? Yep. Oh, hell, I don't know. Charlotte's Web, does that help? Oh, yeah, I never saw it. Never Are saw you movie. kidding me? You never saw Charlotte's Web? Nope. Wow. Well, the rat in Charlotte's Web reads uh -huh. like a, a bag or a box or something like that. And, he, oh. and it's Uncle Alfred or whatever uh -huh. from um, Bewitched. Oh, and okay. he says, it says crunchy anyway. Oh, perfect. Okay, the listeners don't care about I'm that. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, maybe a few of them I do. Didn't I didn't help your little thing at all because I, I truly do not care for children's movies. You don't? Nope. Well, what about when you were young? I probably liked, yeah, I liked them then. Well, yeah, okay. And I suffered through them with my kids. This but... first email comes from Teresa. Oh, hi, And she Teresa. says, aloha, aloha Tiki friends. Me. I love the show. Yay, thank you. Nice to have fellow vegans and gluten-free advice out there. How mm. about some simple gluten-free bar snacks? Sometimes your ideas are a little fancy for me. Obviously peanuts and cheese and some candy. What else is good? See you in Palm Springs, or see you soon in Palm Springs. Teresa Ooh. from Redondo Beach. Oh, she's not far. She's not far, well. Um, so you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, peanuts are always a good bar snack, and uh, cheese and crackers can be a good bar I like snack. cashews, too, though. Cashews, any kind of nut. Um, and, you know, if you're going to have crackers, there are gluten-free crackers. So I yes. put out a, a poo-poo platter with a little divider in it, and yes, I put three simple gluten-free snacks. Now, uh, popcorn, easy gluten-free snack. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then... Uh, and might I point out, you have the trio. So you have mm -hmm. the butter, you have the plain, and you have the caramel yeah. that I've been eating. Yeah, I like I like the mixture yeah. of the popcorns. I, and I like that idea too. After the holidays, some of you probably have one of those, uh, those tins. popcorn tins with a divider. Yeah, just take the divider out, let it mix up, and mm -hmm. use it for a bar snack. And then, um, you know, gluten-free things are, you know, pretty easy to find. But especially if you go into like the Asian section of a market, you'll find a lot of, a lot rice, of rice crackers things. and yeah. things like that. One of my favorite are, are rice crackers, but. Rice crackers taste like absolutely nothing mm -hmm. unless you get a nice flavor. And so I, my favorite are uh, wasabi rice crackers. And, uh, and, they, and they're just fun at a bar. And then um, and Snyder's, Snyder's makes gluten-free pretzels. And my and partner I and I- And I have yet to find them. My partner and I are, shall I say, fiance. Yay! Uh, well, we like the gluten-free Snyder's pretzels better mm -hmm. than regular yeah, pretzels. Yeah, I like them too. They're and a I, little more buttery. They don't have them at the, the stores that are closest to and me. And they're crunchier. Yeah. Vons and Albertsons do seem to carry them in the larger stores, but Snyder's is a major brand, so hopefully, and yeah. if you ask for them at your grocery store and they already carry Snyder's pretzels, I bet you they'll start carrying these. But most of the bigger grocery store chains, they now have a small gluten-free section, and it's usually gluten-free cookies, chips, snacks, cake mixes, things like that. Right. So there you go. And you can make little cookies or whatever you want um, and then serve them hopefully in a real monkey pod poo poo platter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, there you go. I have a little, I have a gluten-free one, but it requires cooking, but it would be on a poo poo platter. Yeah. And it would, so basically what you do is you, it's not healthy at all. But, it doesn't have to be healthy. Right. And it's not vegan at all. Okay. So, but you take the little smokies and you take bacon. You take a pound of bacon, you cut it in th you cut the length the length into three parts. Mm -hmm. Then you take, you know, the third of one piece of bacon and you wrap it around each little smoky, put a toothpick through it and put it on a uh, foil line. So you take sheet. processed pork products and, and wrap more pork, proce processed pork, pork products pork. around yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Sodium out your ass. Literally. Right. Yeah. So yes. you put you line up your cookie sheet with that and you cover it in brown sugar and you bake it at 400, about 375 to 400 degrees for about 35, 40 it minutes. It sounds fabulous. It is so amazing, but it is not healthy. No, it's not. <laughs> but you know everything in moderation. But it is, yeah, actually. And if you just make a few of them, you don't have to do a whole cookie sheet. You can yes, just you do. do. A, yeah, I know. You're going to do go it. You might as so well fast. go through the whole thing of bacon. Right. Yeah. All right. And usually about one package of Little Smokies and one pound of bacon. You might have a tiny bit of, might have like one or two slices of bacon left. That's it. I'll eat the bacon. Yep. Brad from Medford. I don't know Medford Oregon. Where, oh, my dad lives just south of Medford. Says, hey, everyone. Liking the pictures of drinks you are using on the webpage these days. Thank you. Uh, um, the music's gotten a little loud. I think. It has. Yeah. It's really hard to hear. Well, you know, that happens in a lounge sometimes. Mm -hmm. I brought it down just a bit. Uh, except I lost the email. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Brad, where'd you go? Come back, Brad. I know, I can't find him. There, there he, he is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Liking the pictures of drinks that you're using on the webpage these days. For Christmas, I made the punch, and boy, did the family suck it down. A few nice. of the in-laws, although he typed inlays, but I think he means in-laws. Right. The inlays had more to drink than I've ever seen before. Opening wow. presents was hindered by drunkenness. Yay, <laughs> drunkenness. Thank you. More drinks, please. Brad from Medford. Yay, Brad. I'm glad you had a very Merry Christmas and enjoyed our punch. 
Well, me too. That So that punch literally made its way to a good five or six parties this year. Um, I took... That you know of. That I that I know of. Well, no, and five or six parties that I took oh, it to, took and it then too. listeners oh. have written in, just like Brad and said, you know, they made it as well. So it's been, Wonderful. you know, probably a couple dozen parties. But uh, you go to zentigelounge.com, click on the drinks link, and you'll get a recipe for my dirty Christmas punch, plus all the drinks we have here on the show. Um, I can't put up a recipe for the shark because it's not our no, recipe, and I don't want to. I don't want to do cool. that. But I gave yeah. you the ingredients, and you can figure it out at home and try and, you know. Oh, I really like do it, it yourself. Though. One um, of my favorite ones. But if you want to send us a note, you send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. We would be happy to hear from you. Absolutely. And let me As just always. double check and make sure that nobody left us a question on the a uh, query Facebook. On the Facebook. Uh, nope, nobody did. That's no it's really sad. Yeah, it's really sad. So mail is ntgelounge.com is how you can uh, mm-hmm. leave us your correspondence. And, uh, well, you know, we have a few things to talk about on the show this week. Exciting. Well, we Plus, have a lot to talk about because it's been so long since we've been here. Well, it has. And um, and then uh, there are, let's see, I think two or three songs I want to play for you this week. Um, something by the left arm of Buddha, who we played uh, a couple of shows ago, and uh, Kahuna Kowensman, and, um, and maybe one other. Because so, his right arm was busy. <laughs> what, what do you suppose the do, right arm I, of Buddha uh, is doing? I, I couldn't even possibly imagine, but probably something very zen that would bring him peace. Peace and joy. And joy. Yes. Yes. Careful, don't be blasphemous. We'll be right back. Hey, Lonnie. Yes, sunshine. Are you enjoying the bar snacks? You know what? I am. I, you, you have to know something about me and caramel corn. I'm so <laughs> oh, glad this is not. Well, I think I'm, I've just found out. I, I'm so glad that this is not mostly caramel corn. Yeah, it's mostly the other cheddar mm-hmm. popcorn and the, and the, the butter. Yeah. Because caramel corn and I have a long history, and uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. A long history. Yeah, we do. Okay, I don't, I don't. My grandmother I don't used I... to make the most amazing caramel corn. Oh well, that's planet. that is totally different. Yeah, especially if it's uh, the homemade. All right, let's see here. We have some things to chat about. So, um, did you get my my text about yes. the thing you were supposed to think about? Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, it's slipping my mind right now. But I, I think know about I, did. I think about these things when I'm driving to work, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I just my brain is just constantly going. I just I just can't stop sometimes. Now half the time, no, more than half the time, my brain is constantly going on things that are just asinine. And here's one of them. I'm driving on my way to work, and I look uh-huh. at a, a sign outside of a mini mart, and it says beer, wine, lotto at. DK Mini Mart, whatever, mm-hmm. right? You know? And I'm like, you know, if my life or if I had my own Mini Mart sign, what would my sign say? And, you know, I was thinking about it like the rest of the drive to work. And all I could come up with was kind of the same slogan as, as this podcast and it was cocktails chit chat and shenanigans like that's what that's what my mini mart or my life sign your life your mini mart life sign yeah what would yours say since i did ask you ahead of time no you did and you always complain i don't tell you ahead of time yeah i know i was shocked i was like whoa you know what i think my my mini mart sign would um well, uh, first of all, I, I want to. It was a slight, quick, fast, and and uh, anecdote. 
my parents and I were driving up one time when I was very, very young. And, you know, when you're on a road trip, you find things to entertain you. Right. So we were looking for the craziest signs that we could find on our trip. Mm-hmm. So one, of course, that my mom, who absolutely loves flatulence like no other on the planet mm-hmm. and thinks it's the funniest thing on the earth, we drove past a sign that said, eat gas. <laughs> and so we had a good laugh over that one. That would not be my mine, but that would probably be my mom's. And... Uh, Eat, pray, gas. That would be my mom's. <laughs> Eat, pray, gas? Yes, that would be my mom's. But what about yours? So mine, mine would, um, mine would probably just be very, very, uh, wordy. <laughs> yeah, you think? But what would some of the words be? <laughs> I just think that it would, it would say, um, Stop on in for a nice chat and a drink, and if you don't, if you don't want to, that's okay. People have already driven by. Exactly. This is this is why mini mart signs only have three or four words. Right. No. Cold beer. Yeah. Ice. ATM. (laughs) Mine would say, "We have what you want." Footlong hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) It's bigger on the inside. (laughs) That got loud. Did it. Get it away from the microphone. <laughs> did you adjust your volume accidentally? I don't think so. No, what? I did. It yeah, went on yeah. Very high. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Wow, how did that happen? That scared the folks. Shit we're really, out of me. we're really sorry about that. Sorry, so but what would your, what would your life, Mini Mart sign say? I would like some of you to send us your responses, and we'll, yes. we'll mention it on the next show. Um, and and to entice you to do that, the first person. Ooh. To send us oh, what? Not giving that away. No, I'm not giving okay, this away. Good. The first person to send us what their life would Ooh. look like on a mini mart sign um, is going to get a book, nice. and it's it's a cocktail book, and it's actually it's a very nice book, and um, it's a, tiny it's a book, book. It's a book that I cute. have now. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. I got about a dozen cocktail books for uh, Christmas. And, wow, um, why would somebody buy you a cocktail book? Well, that, that is a good question. Um, but actually, half of them I did not have, and yeah. I have been thumbing through them already. And the other, and the other half, half you're I did, away. The other half I did have. Now, interestingly enough, some girls at work got me a trio of books. Wow. And I did not have any of them. That's so cool. And then, a week later, I got two more of the same one. Oh, wow. So now I do have... Some of these is duplicates. Um, and the, the, the books they got me were Donna Beachcomber's Little Hawaiian Tropical Drink Book. And uh, I think some of you have seen it. It's a little it's a little book with a picture of a tropical drink on the bottom. And it's one of those mini books. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a hardcover. And it's got great recipes it's inside. So it gives you a history of Don the Beachcomber. And it's got, in the beginning, it tells you a little bit about the history of Don's. And it also tells you um, how to make some of his mixes. Um, like honey cream mix and Dawn's mix and things mm. like that. And then obviously it has a whole bunch of Dawn the Beachcomber cocktails. Recipes. And they all have pictures and stories to go along with them, so I really like it. It's a really cute book. And uh, and the first person who sends us uh, uh, the, the quote or description of what their life would be like on a um, Mini Mart sign, we're going to send you this book. And um, I just want to say that you need to send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Pay attention, because if you send it to me on Facebook, you lose. Oh. 
You have to pay attention, people, because pay people attention. often communicate in ways that I have not asked them to. Yes. So please send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Now, next week on the and show. And he's anal like that. Next week on the show, we're going to give away, and I don't mm. know how, why we're going to give it away or what you'll have to I do. I don't know why you're giving that away. And but not we're going to gonna give away Trader Vic's Tiki Party cocktails and food to share with why friends. Why are you not giving that to me? This is a book I now have a duplicate of. What's the of. contest? Because I'm going to win it. This, no, you can't win. I want to win. This, uh, I don't know what the contest will be, but this My one has gonna play for a me. really large section for Trader Vic's cocktails. Nice. But then it also has a section for- I like the poo-poos. For poo-poos. I want the poo-poos. Table setting ideas, party tips. I want the poo-poos. Uh, it even goes through the barware, describes glasses and how to set up a small bar, um, but a tiki bar. So Nice. It's a really, it's a really nice book, and it's fun. fully illustrated, and I think a lot of people have it's seen this one too. It's beautiful, and I love it. Now the book and I, I got make the that I'm not giving away is Tiki Drinks, uh, and it's 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 by Adam Rock, but it's, but illustrated, it's illustrated by, by Shag. Shag. And um, just coincidentally, I had this book, not this one, but another one of the copies, uh, autographed by Shag at um, what was that event we went to in October? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Mod Palm Springs. Mod Palm Springs. Yeah, Mod, Mod Palm whatever, Springs, yeah. and, uh, and and Shag was one of the hosts along with Roy Snyder, and mm -hmm. uh, and so I had an autograph so that you could we give it to time. a friend. Yes, and he absolutely loved it. It was like such a great hit, and I'm so happy for him. Well, I hope somebody somebody sends us a fun response, and uh, yes, they they get that book real soon, and then we'll we'll let everybody know who won last week or next week. I mean, mm. I'm having a little more drink now. By the way, the I'm always horrible at those things of what would your, if this something was about you, what would it say? I think mine would just say, etc. And so on and so on and so on and so on. Well, exactly. maybe. Etc. 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 That's what mine would That's say. That's right. <laughs> so for Christmas, uh, I love it. It's so cute. The, if, you, if you see us on Facebook, you've seen what he's going to talk about. The partner's um, mother's side of the family yes uh they um they do a white elephant gift exchange while eating dinner at an area restaurant and they so do this fun. they do this for christmas and i have never been able to attend before because i always work during the holidays but i was actually able to get off early enough and i got to attend and That's i actually awesome. i really do like like white elephant gift exchanges i was so happy that they go by official white elephant rules and wow. they don't have like these super bastardized rules that are just added and made up. And so, so they, so they do so the one where <laughs> everybody gets a chance to, you draw numbers and then in order you open your white wrapped gift right. and you can keep the gift. Um, the first person has to keep the gift. Right. Then the next person can choose to steal the gift that's already opened or they can open another one. Right. And um, as far as steals go, the same gift can only be stolen twice and then it locks and so on and so on. So those are what I consider the official rules and that's what I like. So I ended up stealing um, something that had already been opened and it is a white elephant creamer pitcher. I have to ask, did you have a high number? No, I was like number four. Oh, and nobody else wanted that. Well, somebody else did want it, and they took it, but then oh, the, the partner, the partner oh. took it back from her, and that locked it, meaning no one could take it from him, and then right. we got to go home with it. Now, we also got that white elephant on the bar, because oh, I actually... Oh, I love that! 
I actually good. like to get white elephants at white elephant parties. Um, and so that elephant is like, it's like an African bull elephant. Yes, uh, it's beautiful. With gold accents. Yeah, it belongs I see in that. an old lady's home. It does, absolutely. A porcelain white elephant. But with you know gold what? Accents. I love his trunk and I just love the way he's sitting. It's really cute. So I've decided that the white so elephant creamer pitcher mm -hmm. is going to be a shot glass. Yes. Because, of um, because you're sunshine. It's more appropriate. Right. So um, I found because the exact one. Because who doesn't want to drink out of the trunk? I, well, I found the exact one on Amazon, and I've ordered five more so we can have a set of six. Oh my gosh. So we can all do elephant shots. Wow. Um, or, as I think is more fun sometimes, um, from from high up in the air, pour into somebody's mouth, as I'm going to do to you right now. Oh shit, you are not. Yes, I am. Oh my god. Okay. So, I'm, I'm holding... I don't swallow a lot at one time. Uh -huh. <laughs> She's never done that before, ever. <laughs> So I'm, I'm holding it above. Oh, and, no, now put it, your no. head back. I am, but I'm going to take off the, the, just in case we spill. And you know whatever I'm going to pour out, it's going to be delicious. Mm. There you go. That's some... Oh my uh, gosh, what was that? Passion fruit cognac. Ooh, that was delicious. Okay, now, truth be told, this is hypnotic, the blue kind. And we opened it on Christmas Eve and everybody absolutely oh hated it. Oh my god, they no, how did they hate that? It was too sweet. And it's what I don't um, like sweet stuff, but that's not totally. It's one sweet. of those. It's one of those things in a bottle that, uh, for bottle service, like in clubs, and, and the bottle of this is like twenty bucks, right? But in clubs, for table service, you can get it for a hundred and fifty dollars. What? For the to sit at the table and to get a bottle of this stuff. Whoa, whoa! I'm gonna I'm gonna have some now. Yes. Oh, I should pour it for you. Oh wow! Look at that, sexy sunshine. <sighs> Oh my god, that's good. Um, so we're gonna. You know what? I don't like. I hate cognac, but that's amazing. But then you can also suck out of the elephant's trunk. Yeah, you trunk. can. Of course you can. And Sunshine has a lot of experience sucking out of the trunk. <laughs> you want some? Yes. My turn to suck out of the trunk. I, I'm equally as experienced. I suddenly know what her mini mart sign would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dirty horror inquire within. <laughs> Just the tip. No, <laughs> Just the <laughs> Something like that. Uh, well, how about we play uh, a couple of the songs that we were talking about? Because mm. uh, listeners uh, keep telling us that they love it when we play music on the show. Oh my God, you're going to get me fucked up now. Well, you have a driver, don't worry. And, and we always, and we always, always want everyone to remember. Oh to my God. Drink, My sore muscles are gone. Drink responsibly. So that is amazing. Two songs here. We're going to play Taboo by Kahuna Kowensman. And we're going to play uh, Chachu Cookie. Hear that? Chachu, Chachu cookie. cookie. Or is it Kachu Cookie or Chachu Cookie? Cut your cookie? Uh, by the left arm of Buddha. And uh, I think. Oh my god, the left arm of Buddha cut your cookie? <laughs> You, you, you better stop. Can he catch my cookie? You gave I me don't fucking know. passion flavored cognac and you're telling me to stop. All right, here's here's the music. I'm going to suck out of this chunk I again. I bet you are. Oh,
me this is only a vitamin shot, honey. This is a Dr. G. Dr. who? than a coma. Lonnie and I were just talking about, um, you know, people host parties and they'll tell you, oh, we have a fully stocked bar, blah, blah, blah. Um, usually when people say they have a fully stocked bar, it's because they don't know what fully stocked means. Yeah, you, I would say, ha- well, yeah, you have a fully, fairly fully stocked I, bar. I do have, well, I mean, I have more variation in the liquors behind my bar. You don't have a lot of variety of tequila. Than the average <laughs> bar. Right. But I still don't consider it fully stocked because um, whenever I'm at somebody's place and they have even more um, of the harder to find liqueurs uh, and and rums, vodkas and stuff that I do, I'm always impressed. Um, But but because because of what I do is, you know, I'm often playing with one ingredient and then a couple of, uh, you know, okay, like Liquor 43, for example. It's a sweet, almost chocolatey, honey tasting liqueur that is in about two tiki drinks I can think of. Um, and then, and if you go to their website, of course, you can find a bunch of recipes there, but just most people have never even heard of the stuff. I have until you. I'm surprised how many people have never heard of Tawaka or Campari or, um... Kraken? Yeah, (laughs) the Kraken. (laughs) A lot of people have heard of the Kraken because a lot of people have only heard of probably the top 20 or 30 spirits that are popular for that decade or so, you know, and, and... 
I understand that. But so you were at a party and you asked for cranberry pineapple rum. No, I asked for cranberry orange juice and oh, rum. Oh, orange juice and rum. Yes. It was the most disgusting thing I have ever ever had now and i don't know how you get that wrong because honestly right if you mix those two juices with the right amount of rum it's gonna taste fine yeah Uh, and i told him only a little bit of rum because it was my husband's it was my husband's quote unquote okay so my husband's been promoted to like a like somewhat like second tier head head bellman yeah Yeah. right so it's like second tier management right and so um at the company i guess that's I guess that's now, does this mean that he still has to clean toilets when somebody calls in, or he doesn't have to do that anymore? Being that he's Mexican, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> or Latino. So anyways, he, um, so he, he's, you know, mid-level management, and this is the management, this is the management party. And like the I was the peop- going up my nose. Oh, wow. But go ahead. I'll, I'll drink feel some Feel the shark. burn, baby, mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm, the burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I I know like I'm first of all we're in Cota de Casa. So for people who who don't live in the in the Southern California area, it's a very very wealthy ritzy area. Exclusive gated, a very community. exclusive gated community. And even when you go in and you're on the list, they still yes. look down at you. Yes, and you have to be in order to get into the community. And I don't just mean like a small little community. I mean like double like huge wide paved streets in order to get in there you have to be on the list to get in the community it's like a city it really behind a wall yeah and um but inside it's just homes like there are no shops or anything like that and so to me it's just too big to be a gated community yeah yeah it it almost it needs a gas station in there it needs a mini mart it needs you know right and it has two sides and so anyways we go in and we go up to this house, and we, we go in. It's just beautiful house. You know, the, we're talking like the VP of the company. You know, we walk in, and they serve me the most. And it's their son who's learning to be was a bartender least, to put himself through college. Was he at least hot? He was. Oh, okay. He was. Well, yeah. Did he have a shirt on? Yes. yes. I mean, it was a work Christmas party, It was an party, upper so scale guess, yeah. work Christmas party. Yeah, I had to have a shirt on. So we go in, and... Do you wish um, he didn't have a shirt on? He wasn't dark enough for my taste. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he would have been perfect for your guys' your tastes and your and your part your yeah. fiance's taste. Okay. okay. So anyways, we go in and they offer me this drink. I request it, I get it, and I they're waiting for my response. And it and I literally wanted to spit it out. It was so disgusting. But it's my husband's work party. And it's our first time being invited to this exclusive party. And I can't be like anything but, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. Thank you. And I have to continue drinking this piece of shit with everybody there. And I was, it was so foul that I, I wanted so <clears throat> desperately to just throw it down the drain and or hide it somewhere. I was looking for a I place to said hide my really glass. Th- I, well, I wouldn't have said what I really thought, but I would have said, oh, how about a splash of... Yeah, I wanted to put more else. of yeah. anything but that rum in it because I asked for just a splash. And I'm so curious but it was what hor- rum it was. I now, wish but I you could remember. remember. I'm so sorry. It was a big bottle and it was silver. And it was not a, a name that I remember. And my husband did say that it's it's not one of the higher brands, but it shouldn't have been a Oh, I bet a you it was like brand. Don Carlos or something like that. It wasn't that, but it was 
had some other name that I was just like, oh my god, it was the most because horrible. The experience. saddest thing ever is when um, when people are gin or vodka or wine snobs. Mm-hmm. Which they are, and then and then you know they have a party, and so they oh we have to have a rum of some kind. Right. They always just buy the most horrible. That's what this was. Large bottle yeah. of crap. They had like twenty different varieties of wine to choose. Sure. From. Yeah. They had tons of vodka, tons of tequila, and like high, high, high end tequila, like you know, hundreds of do- dollars for this bottle of tequila, and I and. It was it's just a so tragedy. I, oh god, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was disgusting. I but hope I hope they don't I'm, listen to the show. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Too uppity for that. Hey, our, oh, Starshine doesn't even <laughs> listen to the show. I listen to the show, not all the time, but I do. But um, speaking of people who do listen to the show, real quick, I yes. do want to say aloha to Julie, or yes, otherwise known as Julie Tits McGee. Yes. And I want to say aloha. I have to say Tits McGee, though. Yeah. You say Tits McGee, but I have to say that woman has legs for days. I love her freaking legs. I wish I had her legs. She has beautiful legs. Her legs look like they belong to an 18-year-old girl. And Well, actually, there's a, yeah, there's a story there. Oh, is Well, that? she killed an 18-year-old girl when oh, we were in Vegas. Oh, took her yeah. legs. Yeah. Okay, okay. No wonder why. Well, now I don't have to be jealous of her. Well, I mean, truth, I can be jealous truth, of the dead truth be told, she just had a drinking contest with her and drank her to death. Mm. So, really, it wasn't murder. Right, it wasn't murder. Because she, on her own, that girl, she And before she drank. that, she had, I heard she had her sign a waiver uh, releasing her limbs to her. Something like that. So it was I, completely yeah. legal. Well, except for the part that she was underage and shouldn't be drinking. No, she was 18. But you, 21's last, oh, the drinking uh, age last time oh, I checked. Oh, it must have been in Tijuana then. I don't think it was. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. it was Vegas. Damn. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I was trying. Uh, well, you, uh, you, you keep trying. Uh, but I also want to say aloha to Katrina because uh, oh. I was uh, with her husband a little while ago. And, oh, um, were you now? And, uh, and, well, and she mentioned that um, she, she doesn't really care for it when Campari Kraken stops by. Oh, you know? yeah. I don't either. He's a bitch. Well, he is, but... Um, but that's part of his allure. Pe- some people like yeah, that. Some people yeah, some love his I, bitchiness. I love to be here when he's here so that I can give him shit, but... Yeah, but he's not going to be here today, at least no, not that not. I know of. No, 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 no. Uh, he's not invited. No, no, he's not invited, and and I've, I've heard, you know, from the, the holidays, and the, there's all the, the um, blizzard back east. I think yeah. that, that he can't get here. I think he's stuck back east. Okay, well, that's, yeah. that's fine, but uh, aloha to Julie and Katrina. Yes. So, have you ever sometimes liked the package more than a gift? Yeah. I have. And and that goes for men, mm-hmm. too. I yeah. mean, sometimes you like the package more than the gift. Mm-hmm. Or more than the mm-hmm. what's inside. Yeah, you ever you ever had somebody and you're just like so attracted to them and then you have sex with them and it's just it's just what it's like. It's just like, oh my God, how could this or, person no, that's or so sometimes hot and just be like They terrible. look really great in clothes and you're like, I want to see what that one that looks, looks like. like naked. And then you're like, oh, how how'd that yeah, happen? That's probably what my husband said. <laughs> <laughs> So for Christmas, uh, my uncle got me. Um, His uncle's awesome, by it's, the way. It's a gift, you know. It was a gift bag and it had a bottle of rum Beautiful in it. Beautiful house, I love their house. But he, he showed me the bag, and as soon as I saw the bag, and the bag, by the way, is a, it's turquoise. Mm-hmm. 
which is not one of my favorite colors. But I would say, yeah, is it turquoise or is it more like aqua, a teal? teal. Uh, it's a teal. It's uh, a teal. And on the bag, has more this green. is one of those wine bags, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a glossy paper wine bag with a handle, is a gold glitter pineapple. It is beautiful. With uh, the gold um, and green. The leaves at the top are uh, green and gold, or mm -hmm. or teal and gold, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. all in glitter. And um, and it's amazing. And I I, I fell in love with the bag, that. and I didn't care what was inside. Right. It didn't matter. I mean, it really wouldn't have mattered if, if there were nothing inside. Right. I would have been perfectly he happy you that with bag this bag and as been a like, gift. Holy yeah. shit. I'm so I've decided that love. I'm going to I'm going to cut this off of the bag, both sides of it. There's a, a kind of a half pineapple on both sides, and mm -hmm. then I'm going to put the two halves of the pineapple together, and I'm going to frame it because I just that glittery pineapple. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. It and, is beautiful. And so. But you I, know I what would I challenge. Think, go uh, ahead. Yeah. I think that when you do it, you should you should consult Starshine because I think there's a more artistic way than just trying to match it to make a whole pineapple. I think there's a way that we could do it where it would be just perfect because you're not. This isn't like the other half of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're right. still gonna miss Right. There's that. a little bit more than a half of each pineapple on the side. But you know what? Well, it's, but see, that's what I was thinking side. was. It's the same side, isn't it? Uh, or am I drunk? Oh, you're right. It's the same side. Yeah, so it's yeah. not a mirror image. No. It's the same image. And so you want to talk to Starshine because she'll help you find an artsy, beautiful way to display okay, this. Okay, I might have to do that. Yeah. And even the tag. Is another glittery. Yes. Uh, yeah. Is another glittery masterpiece. So, I, I mean, so the reason I bring this up it's is. It's not just glitter, by the way. It's, uh -huh. ta it's not tacky. It's tactful. And it's, it's not like. Glitter. I'm going. I would love. I'm the teenage. I'm on a teenage girl's cheek. An entire room of that wallpaper. Yeah. Now I don't recommend glitter wallpaper because eventually it's not going to be on the wall anymore. Right. But um, especially beautiful. if you have the kind of shenanigans in your house that we right. have here, uh -huh. it, it, just, it won't be on your wall. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, I'm talking more about the parties, honestly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, sure you are. In your pants. So, but I bring this up because it's a new year and people do their New Year's resolutions and, and, and all that stuff. And I don't really do New Year's resolutions per se, but I do, you know, at the year or the month or just whenever I feel like it, I'll think about, oh, I'm going to do something different, right? Uh-huh. And I just wanted to, I want to ask people, what do you, and so I get to ask you really, because you're uh -huh. the only one who can answer and then the listeners can choose to send us a note if they want. Please but do. Do you... Do you try to, or do you consciously or subconsciously find um, joy or value in the package versus just what's inside? Like, you get let down by what's inside, or are you just happy with you receive something or just the package or the box or the bag or... If I'm receiving a gift and it's beautiful, it, I love it, but it stresses me out because I don't want... My mother gave me the most beautifully wrapped gift this year, and I, honest to God, did not care what was in it. I didn't want to... Because I didn't want to open it. And it was a beautiful gift, Yeah, too. that's like this bag. But I did not I did care not want, that there was a bottle of Bacardi... But it was not a bag. It was wrapped. Oak in and there. I didn't want to open it. And, and that's my... like. I wanted to save every piece of it because it was so beautifully wrapped. I challenge you. Mm -hmm. Next time this happens, next time you receive a package that is just so, you just love the way it looks, don't open it. It better not be from my mother because she'll kick my ass if and I then, do that. And then set a date and ask the person who gave it to you, is it perishable? And if it's not, you, you know what? Five years, I'm going to open this. It. 
and just and leave it as a conversation <laughs> she piece. She would she would kill me. Leave it I as a conversation piece. If it's piece. somebody other than my mother, I'll do that. I'm gonna do this. My I'm, mother will the next not. Time my I mother receive will a not have that. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah. And I will ask the res- the giver if it's perishable. Yeah. Or if, it, if for some reason it has to be open now, and if it doesn't. I'm gonna like set a timer yeah. and I'm gonna wait. My mom, my mom gave me a piece of art that it's a print of my one of my my favorite piece of art that I have wanted for years, and she gave me a print, but it, you know it was ordered online and so it was a rolled velvet, up in a, a velvet tube. nude. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's called Unity by Monica Stewart. You can look it up, but she um, she uh, she ha- it came in the tube and she wrapped it. This tube was wrapped to perfection. You couldn't even really, it didn't look like, uh, trying to wrap an art tube is a pain in the ass. I don't like that at all. You don't? I do. No. I love, it's totally my style. No. Yeah, I love it. It's a little Southwest for me. That's it's what it, not, that's, not that's what it says to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't say Southwest to me at all. To me, it says international flair, which I love. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a painting, scroll, right? Yeah, scroll up again. I'll show you my other my one of my other favorites. Of four of four ladies of different ethnicities, it looks like perhaps, yes. and they're wearing I brightly like colored uh, dresses. This one. Yeah, I like that one, but scroll up. I'll show you the other one. I love a scroll. I mean, scroll so it goes up. Okay. What, what is it I'm looking for here? I like that one. That one? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I like that one better. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I just, it's, it's, so I so guess I'm women, not a fan of Monica Stewart. It's called, yeah, you don't have to be. It's okay. She's she's African-American and she, or black, whatever. Some people are offended by African-American. But, um, so. I am offended by people who are offended by being offended. No, I'm not kidding. I am, so if you are, okay, let's say you happen to be. White? No kidding. Japanese. <laughs> okay. And somebody refers to you as Asian, and that offends you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry your self-esteem is so low. All you really need to do is reply and say, well, actually, I'm Japanese. Mm-hmm. And say it in that tone. Don't be offended. So if somebody says, calls me white or Anglo or honky or any of those Cracker. things, I, I, really, I really don't care. But if they said something that was off enough of reality, I'd be like, yeah, I'm Polish, German, Irish. But I don't. <laughs> I'm a mutt. <laughs> I don't. But I have self-esteem. Right. So I would like to think that if I were Japanese, Chinese, Mongolian, Korean, Vietnamese, and somebody referred to me as Asian, I would have the self-esteem to say, I'm actually Vietnamese. Asia's right. a continent. Right. But to say it in that way and not to say it in this, like, offended, bitchy way. Right, right. Because being offended is a choice. It, it is not something you get to do. Right. It is a choice. I've been called fat. doesn't offend me. Why should it? Right. Because, because you... quite honestly, first of all, well, okay, I know I'm overweight. Okay, so, hello, do you think this is a newsflash to me? <laughs> okay, so number one been 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 my life's work to figure this out right so okay that's number one number two that's your life's work to figure this out it really has been like my whole life i have been trying to figure <laughs> out this whole thing i mean i it's a it's a very complex issue for me and um and so uh it, it's it's way more than calories in 
uh, it has to be less than calories out when you when you you know for some people. Yes. Not for yes. everybody, but for some people it's way more complicated than that. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, for me, it is simply calories in, calories yeah. out, and I, I I know that you know. Oh well, nice for me, whatever. But um, like I can I can literally count the calories and say I want to lose three pounds by next Tuesday, and I just do the math and voila. Yeah. That's awesome. It doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't work like that for everybody. Yeah. Plus my body, I, I swear to God, my body just goes through phases where sometimes it holds on to and sometimes it doesn't. Well, and when I'm on medication, but, yeah, yeah, all bets are off. Right, Because right. I tend to, the one medication I take, I, I retain water like a buffalo. Right. <laughs> but you know, being called fat actually to me is, is almost like... I, I, my husband was always terrified, like, oh my gosh, you know, you, you're, you're not going to be able to handle it. You're going to, you know, things are bad, things are going to happen and you're going to be depressed and you're going to spiral into this downward pit of sadness and, you know, insecurity. But for me, the, the reality is like... My, my skinny ass hurts on this oh, chair. Yeah. See, thin people have yeah. problems too. Oh, okay, honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll give you a little. <laughs> you can have some. So, but to me, like... Like you were saying, I, it's, it's somebody being rude is more about that person than it is about me. Okay, but somebody just saying something because so this lady, she is Vietnamese, and we were in the store. Are you sure she wasn't Asian? No, I'm positive. <laughs> and so I live right by Little Saigon. I'm positive. And so no, but she, um, she, she said to me. Oh, you know, she was mad because I didn't have, because she was try, asking for advice on, on cholesterol medi, uh, uh, supplements. And, and I said, I'm not, I don't have, she said, I said, I, I don't know if that's good or not. I don't have high blood, high cholesterol. And she says, what? What? You, you know, high cholesterol? She said, that, that's not fair. You fat, you fat. I'm not fat. I, ha, I have <laughs> high cholesterol. And I was like, I'm sorry, it's not fair for you. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, fat and you're not. Genetics are a bitch. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't have, I, you know what? I have amazingly great blood pressure. I have, no, I don't have type 2 diabetes. I have great cholesterol results. <laughs> I, you know, and I'm only sucking thing from is the I'm, elephant. Every so often I'm a little anemic. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, but, you know, being, it never once, I laugh about it and I giggle about it. But in her culture that you, you know, it's not, it's, so why would I be offended? Like, in my, Actually, like you said, I it's really, a security issue. I really like that about, um, and this is, okay, if this is a stereotype, somebody just write in and tell me. But it seems to me that some of the Asian cultures very much will just say things like that. Yeah. And You're getting fat, lose weight. They don't mean it to offend. They right. just say stuff. And yeah. it's. And and but now we that have I have such an aversion and to now that, that in, I know and United now that States. I know that more, it doesn't offend me in the least. Like you know, one of the one of the ladies at work, you know, she says, "You gay, huh?" <laughs> and I said, "A little bit, yeah." You know, it, but <laughs> like it, it a doesn't. A little bit pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't offend me at all. And right. um, you know, so whether you want to say gay or fag or whatever. Um, now, fag bothers me, but only it because doesn't I, bother I, me. I don't like the way it's used. Unless the, the person part. saying it. Yeah. Um, is saying put it put from down. a place of ignorance or yeah. hate. Then, yeah, it yeah, does. That's it does what it bothers me. me. Yeah. I don't like the F word. I no. hate it. It just sounds ugly to me. You say the F word all the time. Well, fuck, I'll say that. Oh, not the, okay. <laughs> but the other F word. The other F word. Yeah. There is, the three letter F word. There is more than one F word. Yeah. Well, we learn lots of things on this podcast. Yes. And you know what we haven't talked about yet, though? What? We haven't talked about your other th question. 
that you presented. And would you like to live in a town? Oh, yeah. Would you like to? So do you mind if I? Yeah, just okay. say it. So listeners, the question is, would you like to live in a town that had a lot of space between you, that town and the next town? Right. And Like and Barstow. So, right. Ugh. And so, or, or the, like ne- the next, the next Tulare town, or Visalia, the- or something, you know, which is up the ni- off the ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And so my, the that was the question. Now, if I was in Visalia, I would say yes because they have a lot of shopping. My thing is, is I, I would only want that if I had, if I still had variety in the places that I could get my goods. If there was, you know, if I could still get a Sprouts. or so if, if I you could can still get, get your a, goods, if I, ooh, you're good. Yes. If, I get, if there was still a Trader Joe's, yeah. if there was still a Sprouts, if there was still a Costco, even though I know a lot of, some people don't like it, I love my Costco. If there was a Target, and if my only option was Walmart, then absolutely not. I would never want to live where the, my only option was so a Walmart. So I think I, I might want to, at some point in my life, live in a small town that's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. But I, I don't know if I would want that to become a permanent thing. Yeah, I love to visit places like that. I love to yes, visit but I places start, like that. Yes, but I start missing... Yeah, the conveniences of having 40 different grocery stores within yeah, 10 miles of my yeah. house. Now, now I think I might, you know, miss it because you know you get homesick. But after a while, I think the homesick stops, and then you make your new home, right? Right. right. And I've never been somewhere small long enough to make it a new home. Yeah. So I, I think I could. I'd have to say that I'd have to have cell service, and I'd have to have re- good. Well, re- everywhere and, has and, cell service. No, no. Well, not everywhere. My dad used to live in a very, very small town where okay. they did not have cell service. But you had to go much. outside at night and hold your phone up in the air. <laughs> I well, and holding your phone up in the air never works, but I know people do it. So yeah, well, I no, mean, he, he lived in a forest. You had to hold your phone up uh, in the air. <laughs> you had to go to um, the top of the hill and hold your phone up. <laughs> so let's talk about this glass bottle. Yes, I it's have beautiful. Here. Well, people have talked; they've heard me talk about it before. I like to reuse things, and so um, sometimes you find a nice bottle of rum or wine or something like that, and it's got um, one of the one of the cork. Let me see if oh, I can. Let, make let me the try noise. and palm it too. No, here wait. I didn't. Let's okay, see if that it. works. No, kind of. But I was trying to pop the cork. So um, it's a nice, clean, clear glass bottle with a cork stopper. And I thought you bought it just like that. It's so clean. No. And um, and then you brought over Mm -hmm. a sack of tangerines. Yes, I did. And I'm going to make... From my tree. And I'm going to make... Organic tangerine. Tangerine cello. Ooh. So I'm going to reuse the bottle. And then um, it'll be a nice uh, orange color. And And you're going to make me a drink with it. I am. That's awesome. And uh, now you can you can find limoncello recipes online real easy, but right. actually you can actually find a tangerine cello or a nice. clementine cello or Excellent. whatever the case is, mm-hmm. whatever citrus you might want to use, you can. Uh, I, lime cello is my favorite. I've done the I tangerine before though, and I'm going to do it again, um, and I'm going to raise the alcohol content this time. Ooh! Yeah, you're going to raise important. it. Yeah, I am. Ooh. I'm going to add more of the spirit. Nice. So I just wanted to I just wanted to mention nice reu- reusing that because I I like talking about reusing. And so yeah, things. repurposing. We could even talk about that. if you get a bottle that has a nice cork in it and you can a easily, real cork a real cork yes a cork and you cork can, not one yes. of the rubber corks yes and you can re and you can remove the 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 labels and and clean it out you know nicely. Why not repurpose your bottles? For, for lots of, you can repurpose them for lots of things. You, it doesn't even have to be, for example, I made, um, um, I make a, uh, 
I make lots of candies at, at Christmas time. And this year, in my Yeah, those candies, salted caramels were yummy. Oh, did you like them? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, guess what? What I did this year, instead of using caro syrup, which they all, they all call for caro syrup, yeah. which is pure, you know... Uh, uh, GMO corn. GMO corn, yeah, the high fructose corn syrup. So instead of using that, I made, and now it's still sugar cane, it's still sugar. So, but I made my own syrup. And so having a bottle that I can store my syrup in at the holidays is, is an important thing to me. So I don't necessarily use it through the year, but when I'm making my own syrup, you wanna make a lot because you don't wanna have to make it every time you wanna make candy for somebody. And so I can only think of the times I've made candy. None. Yeah. Well, I, I make, make fudge. Yeah, but. I make a lot of candy <laughs> for at Christmas time. I do, anyways. I my candy's very popular. <laughs> I might try. Can I don't know. Did now, you like the Did you like the cashew one? The, the I chocolate? like the cashew ones, and I liked your um, my citrus the peel? candied citrus peel. Yeah. yeah, I liked it all. Yeah, good, good. Have you used any of the salt yet? Um, well, I put some on my tongue, but I haven't cooked okay. with it yet. Yeah, okay. So the lavender salt has not made it into my it's cooking It's not lavender. Yet. I thought it was lavender. No, it's wine. Wine? Wait, wait, what color is that one? I, purple. It's like it's purple, purple and yeah, white. it's wine. It's wine. Wine? Mm -hmm. How'd you make that? I, I took a bottle, two bottles of wine, uh -huh. and I reduced it to a syrup. Yeah. And then I, um, I added it, I added salt to it. Okay. I, or I put, I added it to the salt. And then, or no, I, I did add the salt to that. And then I stir, I stirred around. It's very moist. So then you have to bake it at an incredibly low temperature with your oven open for a long time. Wait a second. There's no lavender in there. No. It smells like lavender. Yeah, well, because it, because I used a very high quality wine in there. Wow. That probably has some lavender undertones. But it has a, it's a Zinfandel, but I don't know I don't know exactly what they I have. I didn't it, even yeah. know you could do this. Now I yeah. now I'm more excited to use it than I was before. But because yeah, I was wine. thinking I'm like, oh this is gonna be good on chicken or yeah. a pork. You can or use fish. it with vegetables, whatever you would put salt in that you maybe you maybe you don't want to open a bottle of wine and you want it to taste like you've done a reduction or something. Or you want the flavor of wine in something, but you don't oh, want to use honey, it. Oh, so honey, I've always got time stuff. to be reducing my wine thoughts. I just right. have all the time in the world. <laughs> so maybe you don't have the time, and you, or you don't want to open a bottle of red wine, because I don't drink red wine. Oh, I make Blanc every night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you just throw a little of that salt in there, and it gives it that wine flavor without you having to open a bottle of wine. Well, now I'm even more excited to use it. Good. And I already wanted to use it. I just haven't used it yet because really after the holidays, there's like a whole two-week yeah. period where oh, I don't of cook. Course. Yeah. We just yeah. grab quick things. Right. And... Well, you're burned out after the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to bring the show down on something, but there is just okay. something that I want to talk about. Okay. There, there were two more things. We only have time for one. Okay. And so we're going to talk about We've this. We've done a lot have of talking you, today. Have you heard about this guy named Trustin... Meacham. No, I have not heard that name. Well, let me tell you. Trustin Meacham is from Utah. And he is very, very unhappy about uh, the courts upholding gay marriage rights in Utah. Uh, he is very unhappy. He is so unhappy that he is currently on day 14 or 15 of a hunger strike and says he will not eat again until... Gay which marriage is, is no longer legal which in Utah. Which is his Utah. constitutionally protected right. <laughs> no, I mean seriously, yeah, right. because other so people getting married, other people getting married, rights. has nothing to do with what goes on in his home. Right. 
Um, nobody, and, and I'm I'm and I'm a million percent certain. I'm a million percent certain that no gay man in the world wants to ever have anything to do with this guy. Right, and I have to say, I have to say, this is the thing that drives me the most crazy of anything. Yeah, what's that? If you, if your claim to not supporting gay marriage or same-sex marriage is totally religious with him, if it's totally, totally. religious, yeah, then you cannot say that you believe in that Duck Dynasty dude's right to free speech. Uh-huh. You cannot say you believe in in Chick-fil-A's right or in and outs right to free sp- freedom of speech. Why not? Because you don't believe in the First Amendment, which has freedom of religion in it, which means that you don't your religion does not dictate the laws of the land. No, 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 no. It it means people have the r- the right to be Christian. In the United States. That's that's what yeah. they think it means. Right. And they think any other right. thing is not a religion. It's an abomination. This is this is what I think people but think. I'm so it's, sick of this whole thing where people scream about the First Amendment when it's something that they believe. Right. But then they don't want the First Amendment you to be You have the utilized. right not to be religious. Right. You have the right to have but we whatever religion you want. Right. But we, ha- we don't have the right to have our laws have religious... Um, religious dogma or religious um, prejudice to it. I worship cats. <laughs> but it's not a, it's not an rec- official recognition. There's nothing wrong with pussy worship. No, there's not. <laughs> a lot of men do it. No, I, I, we could, Oddly enough, I wish I my do. husband no. would take up that religion. <laughs> oh, my, he could be waiting in the next room waiting to pick you up right now. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well. He's not. He's not? No, he, no. he texted me. And, and So, trust in Meacham, although I don't want you to end your life, um, if if you're so against gay marriage that you're actually going to go through with mm-hmm. uh, a hunger strike to your end, go for it. Absolutely go for it. You know it. what? I, I kind of don't think he... I, I don't agree he won't with do him it. at all. He won't do it. I don't agree with him in any way, shape, or form. But I actually... I... I I don't think he's an idiot in the fact that I what people went on people go on hunger strikes to protest, you know, progressive issues as well. And those are like he's well, denying people their human civil here, rights. Well, see, but, I had a, I had a I had an argument for that. So here's okay. my here's my backup for that. So okay. um you know, they uh, uh, what was it? It was Huffington Post or National Public Radio, one of the two. They did like a survey of a couple thousand people uh-huh. to find out um, if you were pro-gay marriage or anti-gay marriage, um, and then what was your profession or your highest uh-huh. level of education. You know what's interesting? They didn't you know, have very high levels of education. You know who are most what what people are most likely to be anti-gay rights? Well, re- religious zealots, of course. Rappers, mm. sports stars, politicians, and reality TV personalities. These are the groups of people who are most likely to be anti-gay rights. And Fox News anchors, or quote-unquote well, news. It, it, that didn't come up. Right. People who are most likely to be Those are television personalities. pro-equal pro rights. Those are reality show personalities because they're not yeah. real news sources. Um, or, or actually, I'm, I should say, people who are not against gay rights um so let's see uh so scientists they aren't against gay rights for the most part doctors not doctors uh rocket scientists no they're not against gay rights entrepreneurs no inventors no teachers no not against gay rights so Mm -hmm. what i find interesting is people who society judges to be fairly intelligent 
not against gay rights. People whose society sometimes judges, which, and judge is not a great thing to do, but religious zealots, rappers, sports stars, politicians, and reality TV personalities, not exactly usually perceived as the smartest people in, in the box not, or the brightest crayons as, yeah, in the box, right? Yeah, that's what I was right? just gonna say, yeah. yes. So I find, that, I find it very interesting, and I'm curious, Trustin Meacham, I wonder, he could be a student, he could be a professional of some kind, he could he could not have any education at all, he could be very educated, I don't know, but I'm curious what his uh, profession is, or his uh, highest level of education. That's, now, people who have lower education does not mean that they aren't intelligent. Correct. Because that those Correct. are... Those are Two completely different things. Yes, exactly, and I very much understand that. And but there are there are stupid people. Absolutely. Who are educated? Oh, there are a lot of stupid people who are very educated. Mm -hmm. They have gone through and and reached PhD and have multiple masters and are right. yet some of the dumbest people I've ever met. Yep. No street smarts, no reality, no common sense in their heads at all. Um, but they can they can read a book and be tested on it next week and and right. and do well there. Now and you they ask can the, sit in a room and look and at the computer the, screen. A year later, what was that book about? They don't even remember reading it because they can't apply it. But anyway, so I find it interesting that the professions who seem to be pro and against gay rights, um, I'm not actually surprised about that at all. Actually, I'm surprised about teachers. I mean, I do I do think teachers are some of the most intelligent people, but they also sometimes tend to be some of the most reserved people in my experience. And so I'm kind of so I, I, I would have seen if I would have seen it if teachers were more like 50/50 and so they didn't go to the higher echelons of pro gay rights. You know, like I, that would have made sense I, to you me. You know what I think though? Teachers tend to they have students who they see that have mm -hmm. and Yeah, that's true. And they they want to they want to advocate for all of their students. That's a good point. You know, it's and like so, you're a teacher or something. Right. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, like you want you have these kids and it gives you a different point of view because you care for these children and then you realize like you wanna you wanna advocate for them or you have children who are from same sex families and you want them to have the same freedoms and rights. Well, and see, there you, under the law. you brought it up to a happier note so that we yeah. could end the show. <laughs> and so as a teacher, you want, you see these things and you think, I want what's in the best interest of these children. You know, um, same-sex couples having, you know, their parents having the same protections under the law protect their children as much as they protect each other. And so you want... So in your, in your opinion, most teachers that you know are not convinced that we will soon be legalizing sex with donkeys and, and other animals. Yeah, and... yeah, no. No? They, that, that's laughable. Okay, I'm, just, I'm glad. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen yes. Tiki Lounge. Uh, we went a little over this week, but you know yeah, what? Yeah, we did, but that's okay. That's okay. That's all yeah. right. We had a lot to say. We hope you enjoyed yourself. We had a lot to say because it was a long break. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah it was, it was it a it long up. break since we did the Lounge show. We'll try to be in the lounge every week for a while now Yay. before we take another break. Uh, you can go to zentikilounge.com and you can um, click on our drinks tab to get mm. drink recipes and pictures. Except for the shark. Only I get to eat your t drink your tasty Yeah, that's shark. right. Uh, you can click on um, the store page and you can get our t-shirt and some bar towels. There are just now five of our exclusive tiki mugs left. Wow. And then they're gone. Oh my gosh. Now, I'm not saying they won't be back okay. in the future. 
but they are gone for, for now, a time. Gone. Yeah. Yes, they're gone for now. Big Orange Richard is a lovely oh, orange moai. And you all, 24 know, ounces you all know, of know I love my big dick. Yes. So go get Big Orange Richard or yes. um, a t-shirt. Or, or as Kinani uh, would say, yeah. Big Dick. And then um, go on Facebook and I'd like our to page. Go, I'd love because to go get some Big Dick. We're trying to, I know. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get to 2,000 likes on the Facebook before, Ooh. well, not before a certain time, but just as soon as possible. Because the more people that, that like us on social media, the more validated we feel as human beings. Of course. Because without we have it, low self-esteem. Right, right. And don't call me fat, please. <laughs> oh my God, what if they call you gay? I, w- I would be I would bro- be broken up inside. I, w- I won't be able to get up tomorrow. No. I no. won't be able to get up for, for champagne brunch tomorrow. Oh no, I would... <laughs> I would have to do that is one I would have to close the blinds that is one stereotype about gays that I think is absolutely true uh, most of us really like a good champagne brunch and dick it's the only church we need it's the only, <laughs> only church you need wow that and dick anywho uh, thank anyways. you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge and until next time mahalo, mahalo.